We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com A Kangaroo Fern production. Coming up next on That Podcast is Change. That's a good question. I haven't prepared for that. I'm, a, I'm quite a future-focused person, so I would say... Don't ignore the future <laughs> because things are changing fast. And if you only look at what has been done and you make your plan around whatever it is you're doing in life, not just podcasting, but if you plan based on what has already happened, you're going to find yourself on the back foot behind uh, a lot of people, you know, in a few months or years time. Like, I think you really need to look at what's on the horizon, what's what's coming there, you know, down the pike and plan for that. You're listening to that podcast exchange. The show that will provide you valuable information and advice from world-class podcast experts to teach you the best practices to be successful in podcasting. The show for early-stage podcasters and service providers to give them the latest trends, news, and new opportunities in the podcast industry. Now, on to the show with your host, Miko Santos, the founder of Kangaroofer Media Lab. Hello, pod friends. Welcome again to another episode of That Podcast Exchange. And this is Miko Santos, the founder of Kangaroo Firm Media Lab and Podcast Creator Society. On today's episode, we're talking about a cutting-edge voice technology. What is AI porphos in podcasting? So it's going to be a good topic for this episode, especially if you're an early-stage podcaster. Our guest for today is Carl Robinson. He is the co-founder and CEO of Rumble Studio, a startup that helps creators, agency, brands to create podcasts 10 times faster and easier using a cutting-edge voice technology. So Rumble Studio is the first and the only company to record unsynchronous guest interviews using conventional AI. So please welcome to the Dot Podcast Exchange, Carl Robinson. Hi, Carl. How are you? Thank you for your time. Hey, Miko. Yeah, it's great to be here. All right. Let's start. Can you tell us your entrepreneurship journey that leads you to the Rumble Studio? Mm, sure. Um, I'll condense it down uh, to <laughs> respect the time of your listeners. Uh, I started as a computer science graduate um, in, in the UK, as you could probably say. Um, I, uh, I moved uh, to do a, a startup actually in China. So I actually spent a number of years in China, run a, a couple of startups there. Uh, worked as a product manager in a startup as well, 
uh, where we were working on chatbots and uh, conversational interaction. That's what turned me on to to conversation, first of all. And uh, the conclusion from that uh, experiment was that chatbots are great with text, but what really resonates with people is the voice. Uh, And wouldn't it be great if we could speak to the people instead of just sending them text? So I took that with me when I came back to Europe, um, did a data science master's in, in France, and then uh, and then founded my own startup uh, called Rumble Studio. But before I founded the startup, actually, the, the one thing that really put me onto to audio and uh, and voice technology in general was actually launching my own podcast called uh, the Voice Tech Podcast. So I was um, this was at the end of this master's degree. I was doing my internship in the lab. I was working on AI and and, and voice data. Uh, I was doing uh, voice emotion transformation, so changing the emotion in the voice using AI. Um, but at the same time, I launched this podcast so that I could speak to the people around me and boost my profile and learn a bit more about the industry. Uh, and it was amazing from my own personal branding point of view. You know, it really put me on a platform and allowed me to speak to people that I'd never um, wouldn't have a chance to speak to otherwise. Um, but it did consume my life. You know, I was spending my entire weekend producing the podcast, as I'm sure you know, it's a lot of work to produce audio content. Um, and because I was speaking to these experts about voice technology, of course, the, the thought occurred to me, maybe I could use voice technology uh, and the voice technology of today and the voice technology that's coming tomorrow, because this field is advancing very quickly, to uh, make the process of podcasting a lot easier. And in that way, I could maybe produce more audio in less time and actually keep doing uh, what I enjoy doing, keep promoting myself through audio without dedicating my entire life to it, right? And so that's really where the idea came from. Then I joined this uh, startup accelerator or incubator called Entrepreneur First, met my co-founder, and the rest is history. We made Rumble Studio. Wow, that's a, what's a great journey for that. So you say, so AI. So how important is the AI on interactive voice technology on audio content creation, like, like podcasts? Yeah, so it's a, it's a big question. It's it's a new thing as well. So that I don't think there are many companies, uh, if any, I'm doing it. Um, there's AI used in um, in specific use cases right now, like Descript and uh, companies like that that use AI to to supplement the editing process. Um, they can transcribe the audio using speech to text. They can synthesize voice audio to replace parts with uh, text to speech uh, and voice cloning are the, the technologies. But what we're doing at Rumble is we're trying to go a step ahead of that and actually build uh, the conversational part of it to actually be able to have a a live conversation in a semi-automated manner and to actually enhance and even replace some of the the things that podcasters do. And so I think it's we're just at the very beginning of using AI for for content creation. uh, And I think there's a there's a huge amount that we can do. And it's very, very exciting. I mean, there's the, the technologies that exist today are just improving steadily year after year. The recognition is getting better of the voices. The um, the synthesis today is so lifelike that you can barely tell it apart from a real human. Uh, and the voice cloning, so that we can replicate other people's voices, is getting quicker and cheaper every year uh, to the point now where you only need a small amount of voice data and you don't need the accompanying text in order to be able to train a, a voice model. And that means we can just take audio, maybe take the, the, the audio from your podcast, Miko, uh, and train a voice model uh, and then just start generating uh, new utterances um, in your own voice, faithfully in the tone of your voice, with the right intonation, without you actually having to be there. And then we can create programmatic conversations, so to speak, uh, to actually generate these conversations in real time uh, and be able to scale up audio content creation in a way that's never been done before. Mm, that's going to be pretty exciting and 
a little bit scared about <laughs> about this a- AI. So I remember the script can do text to a voice, a text to voice that they can even generate your own voice by yep. typing it. So in, in the Rumble Studio, as a, as a data scientist like you, Carl, how would you protect your like a podcaster they their identity or their brand if through AI they can clone your own voice and do something else that you haven't done yet? It's a great question. I think there's a lot of uh, very smart people working on that right now. I know there are algorithms to be able to detect when a voice is cloned as opposed to when it's the original voice, but it's a it's kind of an arms race. You know, the the better the detection tools become, the better the cloning tools become. So there's always a, a fight there. I don't know whether you can just prevent people from ripping off your voice, just like you can't prevent people from just stealing your photo from Google Images, for example, and then just slapping it on any, you know any creation of their their choosing. Um, there are legal protections there, so you can obviously uh, request a takedown. You can pursue them in court, uh, but there's a limit there, right, with with your image and how your likeness is being used. And I think the, the same thing is true with with data of all kinds now, not just image data, but voice data uh, and everything else. I've cloned my voice with a number of different providers, and I know they're very careful about how they use the voice, who they sell it to, ensuring that contracts are drawn up, you know, that the creator is always involved in not only who it's being sold to, but how it's going to be used. Uh, And that's very important because there's a lot of things that I wouldn't want people to be able to have me say. (laughs) I don't, there's a lot of uh, causes perhaps and a lot of topics that I wouldn't want my voice to be used to discuss. And so I'd want to be, uh, you know, kept in the loop around all those things. So on this technology, the AI, do you have any already safety net in place while this is a new venture in podcasting that using an AI or interactive voice technology? Hmm. What do you mean by safety net? You mean for, for our users or the technology in general? For, for the end user, as a user and for also who creating that as well. So as a podcaster for the end user, is there a way that they have a safety net that their voice not able to use to other things than they doing. I, I see what you're saying. Um, so Rumble Studio isn't a, a voice cloning uh, solution. It's more of a, a an orchestration tool to allow creators to be able to create content at scale by uh, running these asynchronous interviews. And as part of that, we can plug in synthetic voice solutions in order to be able to generate voice. Um, and so, of course, there there are some protections that we need to to put into place in order to make sure that the voice is being used, you know, we have the right permission to be able to use those voices. But I think a lot of that rests on the shoulders of the, the companies providing those those synthetic voices. Once a company like Rumble Studio integrates those voices, that protection is already built into the uh, into the contracts. And then the, and, but I also think that, you know, we can develop some kind of features and safeguards so that if things were said or things were generated with synthetic voice that people didn't like, you know, that, that, were against copyright or uh, infringed on some kind of uh, law or trademark or something, then we could we could easily take that down. So I think it's a yes. Yeah, the, the responsibility is shared between the the, the synthetic voice provider uh, companies like Rumble Studio that use those voices, and of course the users who bear some responsibility for actually using this stuff uh, responsibly. So you have like a safety net on your company that so that no one can use the synthetic voice, like copywriting or something. Well, right now, if you know, on Rumble Studio, we don't, like I said, we don't generate the synthetic voices ourselves. So what you can do is if you went to any synthetic voice provider, uh, you could 
generate any arbitrary uh, voice utterance from the text that you enter, get that audio file and upload it into Rumble Studio. So we, we have an upload feature. And then, of course, that synthesized voice could either be the voice of somebody who that user didn't have the permission of, or it could be saying something that people objected to. In either of those cases, we have a process where users or listeners can report the infraction and then we can take uh, the relevant action on that, yes. All right. Thank you for that, Carl. So let's dive in into the Rumble Studio, the, the actual platform. Sure. So there's a lot of different uh, SaaS software platform right now for, for podcasting. So what is the different or the unique of Rumble Studio aside from other platforms like Descript or Riverside or any podcasting platform? Yeah, it's a great question. So to compare it against platforms like Squadcast and Riverside and Zencaster, which is what we're using now, all of those platforms are fantastic. I've used them and I, I rely on them, but they all work on the basis of a live interview, which is what you'd expect from a, a podcast, right? It's two or more people talking to each other, having a conversation. This is what the, a, a typical podcast is, is seen as anyway. Rumble Studio does something a bit differently in that it aims to solve a lot of the problems associated with that type of podcasting by running asynchronous interviews. So asynchronous means the people are not talking to each other at the same time, but instead the creator, the podcaster, would actually write a set of questions for their guest or guests up front, put them into Rumble Studio, and then you get a single link that you can send either to one person, like one guest, or you could actually make it public. You could put it on social media or your website and get as many people as you want clicking that link. And anyone who clicks that link gets their own version of the, the interview. Rumble Studio interviews them. They uh, they hear the first question that you've that you've entered. They could just read it in text or they can hear it if you've recorded your voice. Then the guest gives their answer in the comfort of their own home at a time of their choosing, right? So there's no scheduling calls. They don't need to set anything up. And this makes it super easy for the creator as well because it means you can interview you know hundreds of people at once without having to book any calls. The guest is super relaxed because they can do it at home. They can think about what they're going to say before they say it. They can re-record if they make a mistake. They can delete and they can do it again, which means there's a lot less editing for the creator as well and you get better quality answers. And then when the guest has done their first answer, they move to the next question, they hear the, the second question and they, they repeat the process. That's what we have today. That's what exists on, on Rumble Studio. And already with that, which is a, a plain and simple asynchronous interview, you can create very good sounding podcasts. You know, I've done a number of podcasts on the Voice Tech podcast with that. We've done it for our clients. But it also opens the doors to all these other creative uses as well. So let's say, for example, you wanted to interview uh, your entire audience and maybe you only had one question to ask. You had the question of the day. You can set up a very simple ROM Studio interview with just you know a few questions with your main question of the day. Um, and then loads of guests can re reply. You can quickly scan all their replies because we we, uh, we show the transcript within Rumble Studio. So you don't have to listen to everything. You can see the most interesting ones. Keep the ones you like, delete the ones you don't, and then put all of those into one episode or a number of episodes, which you can then add some narration or add some follow-up comments, throw in your jingles, your, your ads, this kind of a thing. And you can make episodes that involve lots of people, which means lots of different opinions on the same topic, which makes it a really rich and interesting uh, episode to listen to. Um, and it's also a great way to create engagement because you've managed to involve your audience. You know, like everyone feels involved. They contribute their ideas and the lucky ones get to hear their voice on your podcast, right? They've, they've been part of the, the whole process. So that's just one of the many things you can do with, with async that you, you couldn't easily do with a, with a live interview. 
So that's great. So you got you you solved some common problem of podcasting or podcaster like lack of time consistently. Yeah. So might also do a fad fade because there's no time to book a, um, a guest. Mm -hmm. So the next question I have is, so you said you send question to your possible potential guests. Mm. The next question I have is, what will happen to the interaction like the the human thing? You know, yes. the podcast usually it's interaction with other person. How do you solve that? That's a great question. So this is why we have uh, data scientists, PhDs working on that problem right now. Because like I say, you know, my history comes from the, the voice technology world. You know, I'm really inspired by the idea of humans having realistic conversations with machines. And I think those machines work best when they, they're solving problems for humans. And I think one of the problems that, you know, like you just touched on is that, you know, podcasters can suffer from pod fade because it is a huge amount of work. And so I see machines and artificial intelligence as a way to supplement our ability to, to have these conversations and therefore create content. And so to your point about the, the spontaneous dynamic nature of podcast, yes, that's the, you know, the, the most typical form of a podcast is a guest interview where there's the back and forth. And so one of the things we're building at Rumble is the ability to actually listen to what the guest says for, you know, in their answer to the first question that you, that you set yourself. And then in real time, dynamically generate a follow-up question based on what the guest said. So if the guest, you know, said something interesting about a specific technical point, we can extract that and then we can ask them to clarify that or talk more about it. Another thing we can do is we can replicate some of the other things that podcast hosts do. So podcasting is, isn't just about asking questions. It's also about reassuring the guest. It's about giving advice. Can you speak a little bit faster, a little bit slower? Can you say that again, please? Let's redo that, you know, one more time. All these things that podcasters do, we can't ignore that. So there's the coaching element. Uh, and we're building features in order to add that into Rumble Studio as well. So a, a guest who's on their own, may never been on a podcast before, when they're interviewed by Rumble Studio, should not only be asked really interesting questions that they, they're able to answer and then demonstrate their expertise, but they should also feel engaged and reassured and guided through the process. So this is exactly what we're building with the, the conversation technology at Rumble. Well, it's a, it's a great platform. So hopefully it will revolve on, on that aspect. So how is the voice technology causing the audio content consumption and what do you think will happen in the next five years if this AI for podcast creation already stable? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like if, if it continues to develop in the way it is already, I just think we're going to see more and more. And we're seeing AI involved in all sorts of content creation now. And sometimes it's invisible, you know, it's, uh, you know, you see it in, um, even in things like Photoshop, you know, like you wouldn't know it's AI, but when when you do these kind of, you know, special effects in Photoshop, sometimes there's AI involved there, like small, specific, narrow AI. We, you know, we're seeing in the audio world in the, in the form of like interactive adverts, for example, powered by smart speakers like uh, Alexa and Google Assistant. Um, now, instead of just hearing an audio ad, you can actually respond to that ad. It can ask you, would you like to hear more? And you can say yes. Of course, that relies on AI because it has to be able to interpret what you're saying. It has to be able to understand your voice, text-to-speech, NLU, you know, natural language understanding to know that you said yes or any variety of an affirmative um, and then be able to play you the, the rest of the ad. The thing that I'm really excited about is uh, interactive content creation, though, because there's interactive consumption, like I just, like I just explained with the ads, and, and also there's the 
the choose your own story kind of route, you know, um, like we've seen in the books when you're when you're a child, you can choose your own route through the book. There's now that with Alexa apps and, you know, there are interactive podcasts. We listen to a great one with made by uh, BMW uh, called uh, the Hypnopolis, I think it is. It's an interactive podcast where you get different decision points. You can decide where to go in the story and then, you know, you, you hear the relevant part. So that's interactive consumption. Uh, and I think that's that's going to we're going to see more and more of that. There are now tools um, that allow you to create these interactive stories. There's one called Air Reality that you can check out, and they're working with brands to create these more immersive experiences. So I think so. I'm really excited about the interactive consumption side of it. And but the thing that we're working at Rumble is interactive creation, and this is the uh, the ability to actually work with a machine or have a machine do some of the the, the creative work for you, thanks to AI, uh, and not have to just do it all yourself. And so an example of that, a simple one would be coming up with the good questions for your guest, right? Like every time you do a podcast, you have to think like, what am I going to ask this guest? I have to do my research. I have to decide what I want to ask. Then I have to put it in a form which makes sense for a podcast. You know, you have to write open questions that allow the guest to talk, all these things. We can do that with a question recommendation engine, which relies on AI. And we can scan uh, in theory, we don't have this feature right now. I'm not promising, but we could, uh, in theory, scan you know the the user's LinkedIn profile, look at their blog and and all their you know their social media and stuff, figure out who they are, look at Google and the the relevant searches in the search engines and Wikipedia for the topics and all this kind of thing, and then come up with you know interesting questions that are timely and in the news, you know, or in people's minds right now, and then formulate those into a way that work well for podcasters and suggest them to the creator. So we can say, oh, you're interviewing Susan. Here are 10 questions that would really suit Susan and her domain. And there you go. You've got your questions. You didn't need to do that you know, hour or two worth of work. And we sped up the, the planning stage. Then it comes to the asynchronous recording. We sped that up because you can do an asynchronous recording. You don't have to spend an hour you know, interviewing them. Then it comes to the editing. We can speed that up. The script is a great example. You don't edit the waveform anymore. You edit the text of the transcript. You just you know delete the final paragraph because that wasn't making any sense and you just got the good bet and then uh, then you move forward to the uh the publishing and the show notes there are even tools now that can summarize audio into text it's still i think early days to get a, a great result on that but no doubt that that's going to appear and so at some point we're going to be able to automate show note writing and so just step by step ai can improve all the parts of the process of podcasting and in the end you can th- you can focus more on doing what you do best as a podcaster, which is actually finding the guests, deciding what to ask them about and producing some great quality audio without doing all the kind of nuts and bolts that take so long. Wow, this is an exciting event. <laughs> they can yeah. do, well, the A can do everything now. So some of the the main problem with the podcaster is to the research one. So if you have, mm. if you don't have any team to do that, if you're solo, it's hard to, do some research, ask, uh, pick some question for the guests. So if there's an AI doing that, mm. I'd be one of them to say yes <laughs> for that. Yeah. <laughs> so my last question for you is, if you have one billboard, what would you like to put on that billboard to advise for our podcasters, especially the podcasting individual who is just starting up? and also interested in AI? That's a good question. I haven't prepared for that. I'm, a, I'm quite a future-focused person, so I would say don't ignore the future <laughs> because things are changing fast. And if you only look at what has been done and you make your plan around 
whatever it is you're doing in life, not just podcasting, but if you plan based on what has already happened, you're going to find yourself on the back foot behind uh, a lot of people, you know, in a few months or years time. Like, I think you really need to look at what's on the horizon, what's what's coming there, you know, down the pike and plan for that. And so for podcasting, I would definitely look at all the different, you know, new innovative tools that are coming out and and think about how you're going to be able to produce consistently given the the new landscape that these tools create and you know web3 and nfts are a good example as well you know like right now there's a lot of hype then it drops off and then people will start to see the real utility and it will come back and it will just be part of the landscape and i think uh, you know you can't ignore things like this so we're, we're thinking about that now you know how do nfts play a role in the podcasting world you know like is it about authenticating the audio you mentioned that before like how do you deter, uh, determine whether it's a, a fake voice or a real voice maybe one way is through an nft you know like through the blockchain we can authenticate that audio and that displays in the uh in the podcast player maybe it's about engaging your communities through nfts you know like you have exclusive content that people can only listen to because they own an nft and that's another way for you to monetize there are there's projects like rally for example that are pro- producing creator coins that you can give to your to your listeners and give them different bonuses and things like that there's a lot of stuff going on on the outskirts you know on the on the periphery that i think the the mainstream podcaster isn't necessarily aware of and, and certainly not the beginner podcaster right you're just focused on creating a creating your first episode at that point but it's definitely worth keeping an eye on what is happening and thinking like how am i going to design my show with all of this in mind uh, and not just not just looking at what's already been done thank you for that So how our listener and our audience who are watching on YouTube and Facebook or other social media platform to contact with you? Sure. Um, well, I'd recommend everyone checks out our website. It's rumble.studio. We've got a newsletter, rumble.studio slash newsletter. Uh, we're all over social. If you just type in Rumble Studio and look for the big yellow logo, you'll, you'll find us no problem. Uh, and we have a podcast about podcasting called Audio Leads. So if you go to rumble.studio slash podcast, you can listen to that as well. Um, soon on the horizon, we've got uh, webinars and masterclasses and everything else that's coming out. So it's definitely worth signing up. We've got a lot of stuff uh, coming. But for now, there's there's already plenty of content to consume. So go and check it out. And of course, there's always the free trial of Rumble Studios. Well, I got seven day free trial, no credit card required. You just sign up and uh, and give asynchronous podcasting uh, a go. Thank you so much. I already signed up for the newsletter, so yeah. <laughs> so that's gonna be exciting. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Carl. Uh, so Carl Robinson is the co-founder and CEO of Rumble Studio. So check out the Rumble Studio. All the show will be, all the link will be on the show notes and check with them and check this amazing platform. All right. Thank you so much, Carl. And this is another episode of the Podcast Exchange and see you in two weeks time. See ya. Bye. Hello, Humanista. Thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. I truly respect your time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted in the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. If you think others could benefit from listening, please share it on your socials. And if you're a new listener, then thank you so much for checking out the show. And don't forget, you can find all resources, links at the show note down below. 
since you're listening to this, I can tell you that you truly are dedicated to making a podcast that is a game changer for you. Your listener and scales your influence and message to the masses. For that, I want to give you the art of podcasting course for free. To get that course, go to kangaroofirm.com slash free course. Again, that is kangaroofirm.com slash free course. If you like to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page and the link will be on our show notes. By the way, if you're looking to start your own podcast, our friend from Kangaroo Firm Media Lab can help you achieve that. Check their website at kangaroofirm.com. Again, thank you for listening. This is Miko Santos. See you in two weeks' time. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com.